0: Welcome to True Crime Sucks, a podcast about the best and worst of true crime TV and documentaries with your host, Adam Todd Brown. Hey, everybody, welcome to True Crime Sucks, a podcast about the best and worst of true crime TV and documentaries. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week. Kim Kral is here. Hi. Kim, you how's know, it going?
1: I'm glad this documentary is a, a little lighter.
0: Yes, I am also. To say this documentary is a little lighter than what we covered last time is a bit of an understatement.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I agree. And and you know what? Honestly, I'm grateful. Like I love what we covered last time. But
0: can I've I got a lot you of something? good
1: feedback and well what? speaking
0: of that can i tell you something i looked at the stats today that is our most listened to episode of this podcast so far oh. fucking weirdos of course going for the jared episode first
1: honestly i've gotten a lot of emails that are like hey it's a good episode. i love well they're like i love adam always love adam and then i listen to this and thank you for sharing your shit so
0: nice but this uh, one's-
1: eons lighter how's eons
0: yeah this one is a little less intense pretty much since we covered the jared from subway thing i've like kind of pumped the brakes on i mean we'll get back to more intense stuff at some point but god that was exhausting
1: yeah internally for me i had a lot to work through after that like my own shit i was like oh i thought i worked through a bunch of stuff and yeah i sure did not but (laughs) you know i think that's part of life
0: well this time around We're talking about the Tinder swindler. Had you seen this documentary before?
1: No, because when it came out, what did it come out in the middle of lockdowns? Like the middle of like everybody was locked down, like in March when Tiger King was like super popular.
0: I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it was a 2022 documentary. Oh, so it just came out last year.
1: I mean, I texted you the other
0: day. Claims. Yeah. I
1: texted you the other day, and I was like, "I love doing these shows. I'm learning so much because <laughs> i I would have never watched this, and now I I'm ready to." No, actually, I'm gonna do some very unpopular victim blaming
0: in this. Yeah, I think there is some blame to go around. Blame might not be the right word, but blame's not de- the word. There's definitely a whole lot of "you should have known better" kind of energy. I don't know.
1: I don't know. And I think like if like some rich guy, like we all get those emails from the Nigerian prince. Right. I guess he's not whining. and I guess if the Nigerian prince was whining and dining me, maybe I'd be like, maybe he'll pay me
0: back. I don't know. That's a good comparison, though. It's like if a Nigerian email scammer also like showed up and took you out on his private plane first and was like, no, really, I just need you to help me get this money out of the country. You don't understand it's very so yeah I get I've been
1: in love with dirt bags
0: I think we've all been in love with dirt bags before I certainly have
1: but has any of them asked you to take out loans for two hundred (laughs) and fifty thousand dollars and were you like I'm in love so yeah
0: no no
1: no and so it makes me like I don't like to victim blame because it is really sad what happened to these people but it also is like I've been very in love in my life and if that boyfriend was like hey take out a loan. I'd be like, nah, man, we good. You know?
0: Yeah. They make a point of telling us that, you know, he would wait like 30 days or six weeks of dating before he'd ask for that money. And I'm like, that's still way too short of an amount of time.
1: Just some like a small amount of time.
0: Yeah. My first thought would be, oh, I'm getting scammed right now.
1: And then I would Google him. And also, okay, another thing that I I know we got to like explain the backstory, but like another thing I don't understand is how did he get Google to say he was the son of this millionaire or billionaire? I don't think I understand the Internet the way I thought I did before watching this.
0: Were there real articles saying that or was he just like sending Instagram
1: post? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's like sending screenshots or posting screenshots. So he's making that shit up. Probably.
1: All right. You and I meet on Tinder in Mm -hmm. a wild world. And I am a billion dollar heiress.
0: I'm into that. Mm -hmm.
1: Heiress? It's heiress, right? Okay. Yes. And I'm like, baby, I'm going to show you the world. And then for a while, I show you the world. Four to six weeks, I show you the world. (laughs) And then I'm like, hey, my enemies. (laughs) Can we talk about that? (laughs) Like, can we call this episode? your enemies like who <laughs> had, do you have enemies i have a few broads i don't like but yeah enemies
0: i got i more have people i don't like i don't know that i have enemies maybe the american government but i mean but that's that's, but that's definitely. definitely
1: okay so we're we're i'm whining and dining you six weeks in i go babe yeah and yeah. very seriously i can't do it right now because no, it's hard to look me. at someone and go babe my enemies <laughs> are after me <laughs> My enemies are after me. I have enemies.
0: Yeah, I would need so much more information about. I would be like that. Yes. Oh, your enemies? Tell me more. Sounds interesting.
1: I would be like your enemies? What? What the fuck? Like, and 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 then they're like, my enemies are after me. I'm not able to buy anything on this credit card. Can you take out a fifty thousand dollar loan? <laughs> but also, I've moved you into my apartment, and I love you.
0: Yes. Would you be like, give me three days? I mean, it's hard to say, like, you never know in that situation. Like, it's it's just like a false confession, like they happen all the time. And everyone who it's Mm -hmm. never happened to is like, oh, I would never fall for that. But you might. You never know.
1: I dated a coke addict who owned a Magic the Gathering shop who made his own nickname, Jimmy the Dragon.
0: Nope. Nobody else called him that. Yeah, you don't get to do that.
1: I thought he was the coolest man alive.
0: (laughs) Jimmy the Dragon. That's I'm not cool proud name. of this, Adam. I'm not proud of it. It's a cool name. So this documentary starts with Cecilia Fjelljoy. Is that how that, that your, last name
1: fell in? is? Good. Cecilia and the other Norwegian broad is what I called them.
0: Yeah. Cecilia's last name Sorry. is a whole piece of work. It's
1: it's It's 20,000 characters.
0: Yeah. It's got an F at the beginning, but also a J. Those two aren't supposed to be next to each other, but they are in her name yeah she's very romantic she i know is talking about being on tinder and she loves it she and you
1: know what i had tale as old as time stuck in my head all day and i was like why do i have that fucking song stuck in my head and i was like all right cecilia decided that her tinder journey she was hoping it would be like beauty and the beast which is weird so dumb yeah
0: yeah. You want to find a monster on Tinder? That's actually not that hard. That you can
1: change?
0: Lots of monsters <laughs> on Tinder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and she's cute. But she believes in love. She's beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's really cute, which probably explains that when the producers looked at her phone, she had like over a thousand matches. That's a lot. That's a lot to keep up with, I bet.
1: Wait. When I saw a thousand matches, I was like, I feel like I've had that in my life, but I don't talk to a thousand people. And then that and then I was like, do I go on this tangent? And then I was like, no,
0: I'm not going. on. I feel like yet. she had like a thousand suitors, people she That's was messaging because she- she'd been on Tinder for seven years. Yeah. A thousand
1: is not that many in that. OK, so she.
0: Yeah. Who knows?
1: All this time. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she's explaining what kind of man she's looking for and she's got all these qualifications and then at the end she just kind of slides in you know it wouldn't hurt if he was rich also and at first I kind of got the sense that she was sort of rich but it doesn't seem like it it seems like she just had impeccable credit
1: yeah I have above mediocre credit and I have several jobs Yeah. Nobody's giving me Mm $250,000. The fact that she was able to do that, I'm like, what do you do? Yeah. But she's from, like, a small town.
0: Like She's from Oslo, isn't she? That's a small town, isn't it? No, it's one of the biggest cities in Norway. I I think it might be the biggest city in Norway. Let's find out.
1: Adam, you should know this about me. Don't know much about history. (laughs) Don't know much about geography.
0: Oh, this is. I've heard of it. This is a weird way to say it. Oslo is the biggest city in Norway. Their population zero point seven million, so seven hundred thousand. Why not just say that's a a small small. town? That is not a small town. That's a big town. It's It's not a small city. I mean, it's a it's a big city. Seven hundred thousand people—that's a lot. We live in Los Angeles. I mean, it's not big compared to Los Angeles, but that doesn't make it a small city.
1: I'll say a big town.
0: Really? Mm.
1: 700,000 people? How many people are Milwaukee? Um, You have your Google out. I promised
0: you no tangents. 569,000.
1: <laughs> yeah. Milwaukee is a... Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Go on. And Milwaukee has all your major sports teams, so it's yeah. big city i mean the packers are in green bay but you get it
1: i'm wrong yeah
0: yeah you're wrong Oslo is a pretty big place and yeah,
1: well, the whole time i thought it was a small town and i <laughs> felt bad for the small town girl
0: <laughs> i thought i was small yeah it's not it's not that small and one day she matches with a guy named simon leviev and they decide to meet for coffee because he's leaving london the next day playing into that cinderella complex right there. what he's doing.
1: When I saw that, it was like, if a guy messaged me, and I don't care if he looked like Brad Pitt, that's the only person I can think of right now, but I don't know, I don't care if he looked like the hottest dude alive, but he's like, hey, I'm leaving this town today. Come meet me at my hotel i'd be like nah, man right like you just want to fuck like what 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 are we gonna have a relationship i'm not on i could just go fuck outside i could just go find someone to fuck
0: yeah it's like we could just have coffee when you get back probably maybe like text until then something like that yeah but
1: but you're leaving tomorrow at your hotel you want me to go there so
0: i do think she was kind of sucked in by his instagram and he's he's like flying in private planes he's got fancy ass cars
1: He's got like 100,000 followers.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's all very enticing. So she decides to go out and meet with him that day, the same day they match, basically. And Simon kind of looks like a young Bob Saget, but Cecilia's way into it.
1: Yeah, that's a good that's a good I couldn't tell. Because some pictures I was like, man, I'd be into that. And other pictures I'd be like, I was like, who the hell is giving that guy 50 grand? Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's got a lot of different looks. Yeah. And some of them are dorky as shit, but...
1: The dorky ones are kind of hotter than the douchey ones.
0: Yeah. I mean, the douchey ones are kind of the dorky ones, I would argue. Yeah, the
1: one where he's, like, topless at a pool, like, you can't see my face, <laughs> wow, but he's, like, yeah. m- scowling or something.
0: Yeah, don't fucking pout in your pictures, dudes.
1: Smile, yeah. fucker. Yeah.
0: Smile, yeah. you fuck face. <laughs> He tells her he's the CEO of a diamond company that his dad owns. And it seems like she only Googles that part and confirms that there is a man named Dev Leviev who owns a diamond company.
1: And then he had photoshopped him in, himself into a photo of the couple like and been like, that's my parents, but put it on Instagram. So she was like, oh, I mean.
0: Yeah, we don't find out until way at the end that he photoshopped that picture. But yeah, he he had a picture with this guy who he said was his dad on Instagram.
1: And it was like in the mountains. Like I think if I googled him and I saw okay, Levy Levi I can't say his name, the Diamond Levy Levia? Leviev. Leviev? Yes. If I saw a picture of him on Google, and then I saw a picture of this guy on his Instagram with that guy in the mountains and another. I, I would believe it, too. Yeah. I mean, would I give him $50,000. No, but I would believe he was. I mean,
0: part of the reason this guy got as much money out of these women as he did is because he's good at this. Like he it's very convincing. And I mean, she agrees not only to go meet him for coffee. Like we're acting like that's the crazy part. No, it gets but no. During this coffee meetup, she decides to hop on his private plane and travel to Bulgaria with him.
1: How far is Bulgaria from where they were at?
0: I don't know. Far?
1: You didn't Google it. You're the information. Why would
0: I Google that? Why would I? It's
1: far. Yeah, it's he's another country. From, yeah,
0: they're in London, and he's going to Bulgaria. It just
1: popped in my head now, so that's why I was hoping you
0: Google. Like it. Eastern Europe, it's it's out there. So and just yeah i mean she texts her friends and they're like hey that doesn't sound safe and she replies she replies and says yolo yeah which when uh, i was in
1: my early 20s i met a man from london who was living in california and asked me to go to london with him now the problem was is i couldn't figure out his name we had spent an intimate night together and I couldn't remember his name. And I kept trying to steal his ID and being like, what the fuck is this guy's name? And he was like, (laughs) hop on a private plane with me and come to London. And I was like, I feel like I shouldn't do that because we just met. And also I'm unclear what your name is, but you don't get on a plane with a man that you just met.
0: No, no, because something's up. Something's up when someone who has a private plane is like, hey, let's go. Let's get on right now. And also,
1: she's cute, but she wasn't. I mean, she's pretty cute. She's very cute, but she's not like I was going to say the Dalai Lama of models. I don't know what that means. I
0: don't know that that's an appropriate reference, but
1: but you know what I mean, like the be- <laughs> like it's not like she was like i'm very famous and i'm a model i'm trying to think of a victoria's secret model you know what i mean and she's just some girl that is very pretty but a man being like fly to another country with me that's suspect wait was i not being appropriate was i being rude no
0: it's very suspect and we find out later that's kind of part of the whole plot is while he's stealing money from one woman he's spending it flying another woman all around the world And impressing her and convincing her that he's super rich. So then when the time comes where he has to pull the trigger on the scam, she'll believe he's rich enough to pay her back.
1: Because the mother broad is paying the bill of this. Right. Which we find out later. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which I kind of sussed that out right away. I mean, not right away, but eventually I was like, oh, he's just he's stealing from one woman while he's doing all this so he can set up the next woman to steal from her.
1: It honestly blew my mind. Like when I when I when like when they switched over to the other girl who was just his friend. Yeah. I was like, wait, how is he paying for this? And then she's like, Yeah, but I was doing this. But I still was like, it sounds like he's spending way more money than what you're giving him. That confused me. Right. Like I didn't suss that out right away. I just was like, What are you doing? Like and once again, she's very pretty. I'm not trying to put down how pretty she is. I'm just saying <laughs> You're not Hillary Clinton. You know what I mean?
0: Now, that's a looker right there.
1: <laughs> I don't mean that, but like, I, that's the most famous woman I could think of right now, her Michelle Obama. But I'm saying like, it's not like you're this famous hot woman right. that they're like, hop no, on you know what I'm saying? But Hillary Clinton was a weird thing for me to say, but it was the most <laughs> famous person I could think of. Okay.
0: So they get to the airport and Cecilia finds that Simon's daughter and her mom, his ex-girlfriend, will be traveling with them also. And that part seems shady right away. And boy, does it get shadier near the end.
1: Yeah, near the end, I'm confused how nothing happened to that woman. But it seems like, yeah, okay, let's keep going. But it that confused me a
0: lot. I would like to take one small tangent and point out that I love, love, love how much and how often Cecilia says, oh, shit. She says "oh shit" about seventy-five times in this documentary, and I love it
1: almost as much as he says "my enemies." <laughs> <laughs> so many times, I'm like, "That's a red flag." If I started dating someone and they started talking about their enemies, Adam, do you have any enemies?
0: No, we already did no. this. We, yeah, we did this already. We
1: no I, I, the whole sh- the whole movie, I was like but why does he keep talking about his enemies? And I assessed my enemies and I was like, I don't have any. Yeah. I have one broad who works at a bar. I don't care for, but that's as far as it goes.
0: I mean, there's several comics I hate, but that's comics.
1: Yeah. It's insane. Okay. So she's like, Oh shit.
0: So the trip goes really well. They end up boning that night, which you might as well. You hopped on a fucking jet to Bulgaria the day you met this guy. Like
1: also you went to his hotel.
0: Yeah. I mean, just go, just go all out. Why don't I would hold back. assume
1: if I was going to the hotel, I'd be banging him too. But then we went to Bulgaria. Yeah. You're probably banging him four times, you know?
0: And while they're doing it, she notices he has all these weird marks on his back and he tells her he got them as a result of a hate crime when he was in prison in South Africa. And she's like, okay, cool. It doesn't raise red flags at all. I don't, it, it seems like.
1: She was like, I am so happy that he is sharing this intimate moment with me. I like him so much and he's being vulnerable. What? Yeah. That's love bombing 101, bitch.
0: Sure is. But yeah. did the term even exist? Well, I mean, when this was happening? This is 2022. Yeah. I the documentary so. came out in 2022. The incident didn't happen in 2022.
1: But like in 20. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, it didn't come out.
0: Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, that's obviously what he's doing here. And as soon as this thing comes up about him being in prison, his phone starts ringing a bunch. And he's like, oh, work is getting crazy. You're going to just have to go back to London. And she kind of assumes she's not going to hear from him again. But nope, they end up striking up a long distance relationship. They keep in touch by phone, text. He's way into like leaving voice notes which ew stop it
1: i've had many a men in my life use those voice texts and 1000% of the time it is a red flag well i I, don't know why but they always turn out to be douchebags
0: well i think this guy was doing it so he could send multiple women the same messages oh really well yeah we find out later on that he's like sending all the same pictures all the same videos he's having the same conversations with all these different women at the same time so i'm assuming the voice memos are part of that where he can just tag the same 20 minute voice memo to 15 different women and it all seems really intimate and personal
1: i guess that's true i was thinking like it's easy enough to just copy and paste an intimate message but i guess you're right
0: he's a scammer he's making himself seem more real like you hear his voice all the time and he responds like
1: but they met him though he's not a catfish like in the way like they met him so they know he's who he's he's physically who he says he is you know what i mean yeah
0: yeah yeah i don't know but i i do think that was the point i think he was probably sending like those messages to multiple people otherwise god that's a lot of work Ugh.
1: Yeah, the whole thing is, get a job.
0: And so they eventually meet up again in Oslo, and he asks Cecilia if she wants to be his girlfriend. Aww.
1: no. When you were watching it, were you like, bitch, no! Even though we knew it was a Tinder swindler, I think I still would have been like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, it's all moving really fast. The documentary title gives it away, but you still, as you watch this, there's several moments where you're like, don't. Don't do it. It's like watching a horror movie and someone's about to run upstairs to get away from the killer. It's like, why? What are you gonna do, jump off the roof? Sometimes
1: when they run upstairs, they have no other option.
0: True, that's true. Yeah,
1: so, but this, watching it, it's, yeah. And it, like you said, it's easy, hindsight's easy. Or it's easy, like from our perspective to be like, why are you doing that? Because we're watching something called The Tender Swindler. But if you're like in it, you're in love, There's private jets. There's like at the end, I I sort of stopped like I don't like victim blaming. But the end, I stopped victim blaming because they were like, yeah, he has all these private jets. He spends months showing them I'm super fucking rich. You look him up. It's like this is the thing. You know what I mean? So,
0: well, not just that, but also they're not super rich. So any weird shit that happens, chances are they're just going to be like, man, rich people are weird. It's a whole different world.
1: Except for the enemies part. If I was dating a really rich guy who kept bringing up his enemies, I would be like, "What is what?
0: And he brings them up immediately after asking if she wants to be his girlfriend. That's when he starts talking about this $70 million deal he's got in the works and how it's not going that well. And how his enemies are threatening him. And (laughs) just this whole fucking, he really lays it on. And she buys it. She doesn't, she's just like, shit, man, it's intense.
1: I guess that's rich people. I I don't know. I just, I feel like, yeah, okay, I've dated rich dudes. Not that rich, not like $70 million, but like rich dudes. If they started talking paranoially about their enemies, I'd be like, I feel like you have some things to work through. I'm going to hang out in Oslo.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I tell you what I found weird is when she gets back to London one of her friends Googles the leviev family. And that's when they find out they're like billionaires. They're friends with Vladimir Putin and shit, which mm-hmm. implies that Cecilia did not Google them in all this time, which what the fuck?
1: When you meet somebody on the internet, like the other broad, I can't remember her name, but the other route that we'll talk about it in a minute, she Googled. But like, yeah, when you meet somebody on the internet and you get their full name and Google I them.
0: I don't like immediately Google everyone I meet, but if I was dating someone and they were like, oh, by the way, my dad is a billionaire who owns one of the biggest diamond companies in the world, I'm giving that a Google like as soon as I get home.
1: Even if you're not dating, like say you and I met and I was like, hey, yeah, you'd be like, Kim Kroll, billionaire, start diamond it. dad.
0: I would start Googling it before you were even done telling me. Yeah. Whip out my phone and Google it while we maintained eye contact.
1: That's what's confusing. I She never Googled it, but he would send her shit or he she went to her Instagram. That's where I was like rewinding because I was confused. I'm like, why weren't you Googling this billionaire diamond kid? Yeah. Man.
0: And so around this time, Simon asks her to move in with him and tells her to go find them an apartment. He says the... Budget is $15,000 a month, which that would be exciting. I would like to go apartment hunting on a $15,000 a month budget.
1: I had a bad childhood, so I would keep my apartment just in case this whole thing was bananas. I wouldn't be like, okay, we met six weeks ago. I'd be like, what's your angle, man? What's going on?
0: Yeah, I don't think she moved out of hers, which I hope that's the case. But before they can move in together in the middle of the night, she gets a text from Simon with a picture of his weird bodyguard, Peter, who is just all beat up and bloody, and he blames it on his enemies.
1: More of the enemies, the enemies. <laughs> it's the best part of the whole documentary, it by is. the
0: way. He clings to that enemy shit forever. Like
1: if I started dating a man that brought up his enemies, I'd be like, you know, man. I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah. But also he says it's fine. And that she should just go back to bed. But then in the morning, he leaves her a voice note and says those same enemies managed to block his access to his credit cards. And he asks her to open an American Express account in her name and put his name on it, too. And this is one of the first points in the documentary where you're like, don't do it. She does it. Boy, does she do it. He also asked her to bring him $25,000 in cash. And that's the part where I would have been like, "No. What are you talking about?" Cuz once like you got she's flying it to Amsterdam. So you're and she's have-
1: like, "I'm terrified in the in the the check-in whatever. Like I'm terrified they're going to see how much cash I have."
0: Yeah. Of course you would be terrified of that because you're not supposed to fly with that much cash. And if you no. do, to tell people. And I I don't know how she managed to get it through, but she did. She she flies $25,000 to Amsterdam, takes out a loan to get that $25,000. And Simon tells her everything she's doing is in the name of keeping him safe. And so.
1: And once again, how long have they known each other?
0: Not that long.
1: Like a couple of months.
0: Yeah, I think this was. Maybe six. weeks or so. Yeah. So, yeah, she ends up giving him this money he tells her to like make her social media private because the enemies then Simon gets a call from Peter who tells him that the enemies are closing in
1: (laughs) I just feel like that's why I think I'm being a dick about the victim blaming is if there was a guy that just kept talking about his enemies I would Google this guy's enemies I would be like at least like if I was like love struck and was like yeah. oh my god his enemies i would at least be like how can i help him with his enemy you know what i mean like at this point i would be like like all right you're in love google how you can fight the enemies
0: so he flees the country to stockholm flies to stockholm and that's convenient because that's where his other girl lives pranilla Showholm.
1: hot russian model
0: yes wait no you're not th- it- Pernilla was the friend.
1: Oh, what the hot Russian model, knew Pernilla.
0: Yeah, well, they she met Pernilla, but we never even talked to the hot. Like we never even hear from her.
1: I know, but she's super hot. Is all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, but like she's well done like,
1: scam artist.
0: She's also yeah. like not in the documentary really. Pernilla home, though is Which the next woman she's
1: part of it. Yeah,
0: who ends up meeting Simon Leviev she's also looking for someone rich and again I I felt like it was because she was also sort of rich but it seems like she was not
1: I don't think she was not the way Cecilia was not rich I think Pernilla was like made six figures plus a year
0: Pernilla was living living with her mom though
1: but I feel like she was able to would you be able to get this line of credit the way these broads were that's the thing that confuses me
0: good credit and being rich are two completely different he helped them do it remember he brought on cecilia as an employee yeah he
1: did for cecilia
0: and sent her fake pay stubs
1: but he did did he do it for the other one the other one felt like not like poor is all i'm
0: saying yeah i don't think she was poor like she she lived it up but i know people who've lived that lifestyle who are also not rich like simon Leviev, for example Like scams, (laughs) scams are a multi-level thing, (laughs) and like there's, there's, you know, there's small scams, you know, big scams.
1: But you know, but so you think she was scammy? I just felt like she wasn't like hard up.
0: I don't think she was scammy. I think she just wasn't as rich as she made herself out to be. Like she was talking about going to all these exotic locations and like, oh, you bring all your bikinis for the day parties. And then, but also she's like at home living with her fucking mom. So that's probably why she could afford to do that because she was living with her mom, which rich people don't have to live with their mom. They just.
1: Trust fund kids live with their mom though, or live off their mom.
0: Most of the trust fund kids I know run open mics in Los Angeles. I was going to
1: say that. I know a couple trust fund kids who, yeah, you're right. All right. All right.
0: So same deal. He almost immediately asks her to travel with him and she agrees, but she does have the good sense to Google him at least. And she finds, I don't know what she finds, but she said she Googled him,
1: but she find that's the thing that confused me because she found enough to make her believe him. And I'm like, what did this dude do?
0: Yeah. I don't, because she found know.
1: enough to make because she Googled him and then was like, cool, I'll go on this trip with you. But she was also just his friend.
0: Yeah. I wonder if she just Googled the details he told her. And they were. Pro- mm-hmm. it was probably stuff that he knew would come up in a Google search, like stuff about his family and shit.
1: Yeah. If I told you I was like an heiress and then told yeah. you about my family and you Googled my family. Yeah. All right.
0: All right. So their date goes well, but they decide to just be friends. But it seems like they're pretty close friends. From there, he flies to Spain. And during all of this travel, Cecilia is having to constantly get on the phone with American Express and either explain why her card is being used in several different countries or to beg for credit line increases. And this is the part where he makes her an employee and sends her fake pay stubs so she can misrepresent her income to American Express and then they immediately jack that credit limit up and he's just blowing through this money that she's giving him and nevertheless he still talks her into getting even more loans which that's the part where I was like what kind of credit does this woman have but also yeah it could also be that if he did it in close enough proximity like, if she applied for those loans, like, all at the same time, they maybe would not be on her credit report when...
1: Oh, yeah, when you get a couple of credit cards at the same time.
0: Yeah, it takes at least a few days for stuff like that to show up on your credit report, so... But
1: I would, if you had a new boyfriend or girlfriend that was the heir to a diamond billionaire or whatever, and then was like, hey, my enemies are not they're they I'm not able to use my credit cards because of my enemies will you take out a $200,000 like a $25,000 loan would you be like sure
0: yeah that's a question that's a question we're going to be able to ask literally at every stop along the way like that's the whole point of the documentary I think is like everyone who watches this that's going to be their question like well wouldn't you and I don't know like I guarantee I know people who would fall for this.
1: Have you ever met like a narcissist that like is able to show you that there's somebody that they're actually not and then tell you they love you? Like I, that's like yeah, four Kim, of my I'm ex-boyfriends.
0: I'm a comedian. Of course. Yeah. That's all so, we work with are narcissists.
1: I mean, 75%. Some of us yeah. like you and me are great. But, right.
0: But we're the minority, the, the aggrieved minority. minority, me and Kim. Of course, this whole time he's telling Cecilia, that he's going to wire her the money to pay her back for all of this. She ends up taking out $250,000 in loans and credit cards.
1: What do you even do with that? Like I have credit card debt and if it went up to that, I would be like, I'm going to change my name. I'm going to sell everything I have and I'm going to be a nomad.
0: Yeah, I'm going to fake my death and get yeah, out of here. And so he tells the seal to fly to Amsterdam so he can give her a check. That's a point where I'd be like, motherfucker, you fly here. But also not really. If someone owed me 250 grand, I'd but probably. Did,
1: did she fly herself out there? All these flights, the whole thing. I'm
0: like, who's paying for the flight? Oh, There's no way he paid for the flights. He wasn't paying for anything. Of course How he paid he, for the flights. He and sure enough, when she gets to his apartment, there's a check and it's for $500,000, twice as much money as mm-hmm. he actually owes her. But also now they're not really getting along simon's being cold and distant so cecilia flies back to london first thing she does is deposit that check and of course the check bounces the bank decides they are not going to honor that check and then simon just like disappears which
1: (sighs) i i like at this point i tried to put myself in her shoes yeah like you you get that check and you're like okay all of my like freaked out suspicions are wrong. He doubled the money. I'm going to be okay. We're a little weird, but maybe because, and then you gaslight yourself. You're like, maybe I was being a little weird about the money. He's obviously a billionaire and I'm being weird about money. So I'll get home. I'll pay my bills and we're still in love. And then it doesn't go through. Oh, The gut punch.
0: But that, and that is a big part of it. Like, cecilia even explains that she's like i was in love like i i loved this guy i thought he was a good person and yeah her situation is so dire that american express like personally comes out to meet with her about what happened and they end up eventually telling her that the because she shows them a picture and the two american express people just look at each other and go yep that's the guy And they end up telling her to Google a person named Shimon Hyatt, H-A-Y-U-T. And she finds an article about someone by that name swindling three Finnish women out of a bunch of money. So she decides that she needs to put a stop to this. Meanwhile, at the same time, Pernilla is now getting the scam run on her. She has gotten the phone call saying my bodyguard got beat up. He sends her the exact same pictures,
1: literally the same photo.
0: And she starts falling for it too, which is, it seemed like she wasn't gonna at first, like she was just going to be like the person who hung out and could explain what he was doing. But now she ends up,
1: she seemed like she would have been like, ah man, that sucks.
0: That's the part where I was like, oh, okay. So he's, Stealing from one woman to finance setting up the next woman he's going to steal from. And so meanwhile, Cecilia is in a fucking mental ward when she decides that she wants to try and put a stop to this guy. And so she reaches out to a local news outlet in Oslo and she sends them all of her communications with Simon, which that was a brave thing to do because this is a woman who's very much online She's young. She's pretty. Some of those texts were probably a little sexy.
1: Oh, yeah. She even said that. She was like, am I really going to put my whole life out in there, like out in the world? And I'm glad she did.
0: Yeah. And they end up through this. they, They go through her communications. They end up reaching out to the women from the article in Finland. And that turns out to be a real twist. Because it turns out one of the women that he scammed in that article is the woman he had a child with who Mm -hmm. was on the private plane with Cecilia. And they had met a bunch of times since then. They had talked a bunch of times. And at no point did that woman say, hey, by the way, this guy's like scamming you out of all your money, which I actually kind of understand from a survival standpoint this is the father of her child. She needs him to provide for that child in some way. And she had to know that like supporting his scams was really the only way that was going to happen, oh, which is so
1: sad. And also there are plenty of single poor women that do great by their children. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not like this guy was like the owner of like a tire factory or some <laughs> stupid shit. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to be going on private jets. Like, why are you allowing more women to get scanned, get a job, scammed, yeah. get a job? Like, yeah. yeah, I I saw that and I was like, no, nah, there's a lot of women who work retail full time and pay for their children. And you know what I mean? And not, I mean, kind of, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah girl power, tell a bitch.
0: And so he's hopping the globe. Now he's scamming Pernilla, draining her bank account. Shows her a fake wire transfer receipt that shows he sent her more money than he owes. And she's over the moon about that. And then, of course, the money never shows up. But in the meantime, while he's telling her this bank transfer is processing and that it'll be there soon, he also needs her to help him pay for several very expensive flights. And she does it, which I assumed she was going to put a stop to this at some point. She does not.
1: I try to think about it from the perspective of like, say you're a billionaire and you're asking me to help you because you're in trouble because of your enemies. But then I'm like, that makes no sense because I know you, Adam. I've known you a long time. So I would know, okay, he's good for it. He'll help me. I'll take out a loan. It'll be fine. These women knew this guy for like two months tops. And they're like, yeah, all right. You know what I mean? Like, I would be like, nah, man, I'm Sorry you're going through that, but that's what's confusing to me. That's, that's where it's hard for me not to be like, I get it. I've been in love. I've done dumb love stuff, but.
0: Yeah. I think also, I mean, these two, these women weren't rich, but they moved in rich circles. Yes. And I feel like people in that situation sometimes think it's because they're like a little bit smarter and more together than everyone else. So. A situation like this isn't so much weird as it is, oh, well, this is an opportunity I'm getting because these are the people I associate with. This is the lifestyle I live. It's the same way rich people end up in cults because you get in front of a rich person and you're like, hey, you know how you have $5 million in one fucking checking account right now? I can tell you how to turn that into like $25 million. And I only fuck with people who have that kind of money so this is a very exclusive opportunity some rich people are stupid like
1: see i don't know much about rich people getting into colts until this moment right now nexium was
0: a lot of rich people were taking advantage as part of that and it's because they see it as just something that like they can afford to pay for that normal people can't and oh so that like that's why it's weird because most people don't have access to it it's not because it's a scam or because it's a cult it's just most people don't have access to this so of course it's different but
1: and this woman is like has access to it and probably feels almost privileged that she gets to help
0: a little bit yeah I mean it had to be that to some degree yeah and so he ends up telling Pernilla that he's going to give her a watch that she can sell to make the money back and I'm like that watch is going to be fake obviously
1: I'm so naive. I saw that like bag of watches and I was like, why doesn't he just sell those so he can have his lifestyle? And then as soon as they were like, it's fake, I was like, maybe I would have been swindled as well. (laughs) Because I was like, just sell those and stop scant. like, like swindling people. But
0: but also around this time, one of the journalists looking into Simon reaches out to Pernilla and when she asks him about it, he says it's just his enemies trying to do (laughs) fake stuff to set him up so
1: it's that's so insane the enemies thing is so bananas to me
0: and so she ends up meeting with these journalists and that's when they all figure out that he's got to be doing this to multiple women because he's spending way more money than like cecilia gave him for example and that's when they realize he's basically running a ponzi scheme and so pernilla she's still in touch with him she's supposed to go meet him to get this watch so she agrees to bring these journalists along so they can get pictures of him.
1: Well because there was an Israeli police who had a warrant out for him for similar things. Right. And but they didn't have the resources to go international. And, and they so
0: didn't have right? is that They they also didn't have proof that Simon Leviev was Simon the same person shut, that they were yeah, yeah, yeah. looking for.
1: So they were like let's take pictures so we can prove that we can actually catch this guy.
0: Right. And damn if they don't get spotted taking those pictures they're outside a hotel and somehow he just sees them taking these pictures and they all he hops in a car pernilla gets in and pernilla very smart <laughs> once he speeds away she goes were those your enemies
1: <laughs> i loved it so yeah that's what you say is
0: that, is that your enemies who are after you and he's like "No, no 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 it's something different you're safe and she's like well i would like to get out of the car And they let her out of the car. That shit works.
1: But also, if you are a person that is doing all of the stuff that that guy was doing, you're hyper aware of everything that's around you. So the fact that these journalists were like, we can just snap some photos. Are you kidding me? I'm hyper aware of what's around me. But if I'm like scanning, like scamming nine people, you're super paranoid. Why would they think that that would have worked?
0: Yeah, you're going to be a little more on edge than the usual person
1: the average bear yeah
0: yeah after this happens pernilla like makes her way out of the country she tries to sell the watch and of course finds out that it's fake Mm -hmm. i like that we get to see pernilla confront simon on the phone he really sticks to that enemies bit like the whole time he's just like "But it's my enemies you don't understand and she's just like shut the fuck up
1: don't have enemies you psycho yeah
0: so finally, this article about Simon comes out and uh oh, his girlfriend at the time sees it. A woman named had, Eileen Charlotte,
1: who had also taken out several loans to help him with his enemies. What the fuck? How was there this many women? Like that's I was so angry at this point.
0: Yeah, she had given him one hundred and forty thousand dollars by this point. And he tells Eileen that his enemies wrote the article. And that's when she's like, all right, I knew that I was being scammed, of course. She finds Pernilla on Instagram and reaches out and tells her that she wants to help them catch Simon. But first she wants to get her money back. And because she's still basically in a relationship with Simon and because she works in the fashion industry, she agrees to help Simon sell some of his clothes to make...
1: Which were actual real his money back, clothes yeah. which
0: i was shocked that those were at least real and he agrees and she flies to Prague to meet with him while she's there he tries to get plastic surgery and the surgeon is like no only a criminal would want what you're asking for right now which
1: by the way good for that plastic surgeon yes. i i thought yes. that i was like man normally they're like whatever come on
0: yeah but that they, is he, ethical like, as shit. yeah and so the next morning she leaves with three massive suitcase is full of his clothes. And now this is the point where I'm yelling at Simon. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? She's just going to sell your shit and keep the money. And of course, that's what she does. And it's not nearly enough money to pay back what he took from her. But to hear her talk about it, it seems like it was just so satisfying because he like once Which- he re- realizes what's happening, he loses his shit. And the voicemails are so unhinged, and it had to be a nightmare for her. But man, was it a delight for me to listen to because oh, he is—he yeah. realizes he's been scammed, and he cannot fucking handle it. And I Which was loved satisfying.
1: it. Satisfying. By the way, every time someone questioned him, he was like, "You have just made an enemy." <laughs> like yeah. he was like, "Watch your back." And yeah, it's
0: like, where are you going to get the money to come after me, fuckface? yeah fuck you especially at this point once that article came out he was fucked he starts talking about being homeless and shit and it's great it's all great
1: oh it's so good
0: and so eventually he flies from Prague to Greece and Eileen realizes it to her credit she stays in touch with him the whole time because she's trying to help catch him and she's also swindling him out of his clothes money And like calling him a drama queen when he gets mad about it via text. I fucking love that. And so they're texting constantly. And at one point she texts him and he doesn't text back. And she's like, he's on a plane because he had also said he needed to get a flight to Greece. And so she goes online and figures out what flight he's on and notifies Interpol, the police, not the band.
1: Yes. Yeah
0: and they arrest simon when he lands in greece and finally that silly idiot did not realize that eileen was the one who set him up like at no point he it seems like is going to find out when he watches this documentary which
1: see that to me was satisfying not his angry voicemails but that was like good
0: yeah yeah
1: good yeah
0: and then the only problem is he only gets five months in jail. So then he's just back out, which given the amount of money he took, like- It's
1: bananas.
0: Here's the thing. I used to work for a credit card company and I investigated credit card fraud claims. That was my job.
1: I know that about you. That was my favorite piece of information I found out about you when I first met you. I I think about it all the time
0: currently. It was probably my favorite job I've ever had. I loved it. and. One of the things about credit card companies, if, say, you have a boyfriend and he's like, hey, babe, can I use your credit card to run to the store and get cigarettes? And you say yes and give it to him. And he also, like, hits Foot Locker and buys $600 worth of shoes and doesn't tell you. Too bad. That's your fault. You gave him the card. And I feel like it's kind of the same thing here because we find out at the end that they're all still paying off those debts. And I guarantee you it's because... They willingly gave him this money and they willingly took out these credit cards in his name. And it sucks that he lied about why they did it, but they still did it willingly. And it
1: it sucks, but it is like, as you're watching it and like, again, I've been in love, but I think if I was in love with somebody and they were like, can you open a credit card for $40,000? I'd be like, what? Like what?
0: And you know, he probably met a lot of women who did there there probably were a lot of women because it's got to be a numbers game. That's the same thing with, like we mentioned, Nigerian email scams. They send thousands and thousands of emails and it only takes like 15 or 20 people to reply for Out it to be a thousands. very lucrative thing. And he's probably running this same thing on lots of women. And there's probably a substantial yeah. amount of women who are just like, what at your enemies shut the fuck up the
1: fuck are you, where is he now though that's what i was like i was trying to find out where he's like nobody got charged like peter the fucking bodyguard who is that guy none and of none it, his of business partner
0: charged the business partner didn't get charged the ex-girlfriend that he had a kid with never got charged <sighs> just simon five in months. just five months
1: and they've been tracking him like different countries, like since he was like, a like they were like, yeah, he's been running scams since he was a teen. Like yeah. he was like lifelong criminal. So do we feel bad that we are victim blaming a little bit?
0: There's no way I not. I feel bad
1: watching it. Yeah. Being like, I'm kind of blaming the victims. It sucks that happened. But like.
0: And I think it's what the filmmakers are expecting. Like, there's no way to watch this and not be like, oh, I would never do this.
1: Well, Cecilia also talked when it first came out, she was like, I wasn't expecting the hate from the internet. Now I'm slightly victim blaming, but I'm certainly not going to go find her on the internet and be like, yeah, dumb bitch. You know what I mean? Like I feel for her and I think I've been swindled in my life, but like, I'm also like, girl, I hope you learned a lesson.
0: Yeah. It it seems like they were getting more hate, like in the comments on the article, but then people did start kind of coming around and showing them a little bit of support, which that was good. Yeah. But also at the end, we see lots of clips of Simon and he is doing great. He's He's back back on social media. He's back to dating models. He's back to spending a ton of money. It looks like.
1: I think he got, did he get money from this or he like, I think they were trying to like, I think he got publicity from this of something like I think he made money off of this I remember when it first came out and people were really pissed off because like this awful guy is actually doing well and they're like let's put him on Love Island this is so fun and it's like let's pay the women he swindled first maybe yeah but I think he like kind of capitalized off this thing
0: it wouldn't surprise me I'm looking through an article now that says the Tinder swindler fallout shows the dark side of Netflix fame by Adrian Horton on the guardian. And yeah, it looks like he did capitalize on this a little bit. He started a cameo where he was charging $200 for personal messages and 1400 for business messages. But also that doesn't mean anyone's paying for them. It's just, we
1: live in America. Of course people are paying for them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, probably. But Yeah, he signed with a talent manager and apparently wanted to get like a TV deal. But as this writer points out, doesn't mean he's going to. And it doesn't seem like much has happened in that way for him, which is good. I don't want good things for him. I want all of his dreams to go down in flames. That's what I prefer. Yeah,
1: He should be in prison. Yeah. But it's not illegal to lie to people. Yeah, that's that's not illegal.
0: It's not illegal. And again, they gave that money up. Willingly, even if they were lied to, yeah. they still gave it up willingly. So the justice system at work, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hey, Kim. I don't Kim. feel good. Do you feel good? Uh, no, no. After watching it? Mean, I, always,
1: I always feel great after talking to you, but, yeah, this but this documentary was like.
0: Yeah, because it like, I think the viewer comes out of it feeling a little bad because of what you're naturally going to think watching it. Because there are several times where you're going to be like, I would never do that. That would never be me. What are
1: you doing? Yeah.
0: But like, also, you got to ask yourself, why are you so sure of that? Is it because these women were dumb? Because they're clearly not. They all seem like they're pretty fucking smart. They're all well-educated. They all, you know, had their shit together enough that they could get these loans in the first place. I couldn't go out and get a $50,000 loan right now. And I'm like,
1: I could like get a fifteen thousand dollar loan <laughs> right now. <laughs> like, yeah, two hundred fifty thousand.
0: I'm like, well done, Cecilia. Yeah, you're, you're. I'm way older than Cecilia. Like, she's definitely got her shit together. So, I think that's something people should think about when they're watching this. Like, what makes you so sure you wouldn't fall for this? Because there's nothing obvious you can point to about these women that makes them seem like obvious marks. For it,
1: yeah, and also I, I I tried to think about like if a guy was like flying around on a private jet had all of this information that he was this rich guy, and almost like I'm trying to date in the world now, and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm good, I think I just. <laughs> It's a real bummer, but I think I die alone. Because, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, in your life, your, like, past girlfriends, how many people have you done dumb shit for? I mean, it's not 250,000, but I've done dumb shit that in hindsight, I'm like, why did I fall for that? You know? Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. So, yeah, keep an open mind when you watch this, everybody. There but for the grace of God goes you too. <laughs>
1: Sorry. The grace of God reminds me of the time that you said the Ronald Reagan thing that I think about three times a week and I cackle to myself.
0: Oh, which Ronald Reagan thing? I
1: want there to be a hell. So Ronald Reagan is rotting in it. Like I will be somewhere in like a library and I'll think of that and I'll cackle out loud.
0: I stand by it. I stand by it. Very funny. All right. I think we did it. I think we, we made it to the end. This is a good documentary. I think people should watch it. It's entertaining for sure. And it's yeah. it's a cautionary tale. Like, there's more than one Simon Leviev in the world. There's lots of these dudes out there, and, and
1: lying's not a crime. So, like, be careful.
0: Yeah, they say they clearly say at the end that all of these women are still paying off the debts from this. So, yeah, none well, of credit they, card
1: companies are like, yeah, did he do that in your name when you weren't around? And they're like, no, no it I doesn't did, even I matter.
0: Did. Like, if yeah. Like, in every case, they gave him credit cards. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like the credit yeah. card companies aren't like, oh, we're so sorry about your broken heart and that you got swindled. We'll wipe this debt. Like, and it's like, no, you still have to.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. We also find out that Cecilia is still on Tinder. I like when they ask her, they're like, so have you stopped using Tinder? And she's like, bitch, what? Of course not. Tinder didn't yeah, she, do this. She's still
1: believing that one day she'll be Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, Why I've had a tale as old as time stuck in my head all day (laughs) from that broad. That'll do it. I met one guy on Tinder that annoyed me and I never looked back. Like, I don't understand.
0: I met my wife on Tinder. Really? I was on Tinder for like a week and I like got really tired of it really quick. And right before I like deleted my account, I sent her a message and gave her my phone number and said, I'm leaving Tinder, but please text me. And now we are married. And here's the thing, Kim. I'm swindling the shit out of her. Oh, you have no idea. No idea. Oh, it's crazy. Got her. Got her. All right. I'm not actually scamming my wife, but we did meet I on Twitter.
1: I don't think anyone in this scenario or in this room, be it in this virtual room, you and me and everyone listening is like, is Adam scamming his wife? I don't think anybody. <laughs> I don't think anyone thought you were serious, but I'm glad you clarified.
0: You'd be surprised. People take things that are said on podcasts very literally sometimes. I've gotten many emails about my own podcast, yes, So, yes. <laughs> hey, Kim, thank you so much for doing the pod. Before, Kim, we, Thanks for having me. Before we get out of here, do you have anything to plug?
1: You know, the normal stuff. Uh, I have a podcast once a week, Crawl Space. A lot of you are, are listening and I really appreciate it. I, I've always said uh, formerly known unpopular opinion, but now you don't even like this. Network.
0: You don't even like podcasts. Network. You
1: don't even like podcasts. Sorry. I, I tried to look it up before here and I couldn't find it. But because uh, I was, well, I had to pee and I was late. It's a whole thing. But uh you have wonderful, wonderful listeners and fans. And a lot of them have found me. And I, I, I am so grateful for it. So yeah, I have crawlspace. space. I wrote a book confessions of a recovering party girl. Um, and then I'm on here sometimes with this lovely human.
0: And we love having you here. And I don't think I have anything to plug. I mean, I do, but I, I there's so much going on with the network. Just we're in the midst of a rebrand. It's a lot. Uh, awesome. Oh, but do follow this show on Instagram at True Crime Sucks, because then you can find out what we're what we're covering that week. I post it a few days before each episode goes up so you can watch ahead of time. And not
1: and, to brag, but it follows me. So, yeah, the Instagram. Not AKA me. Adam. I don't <laughs> think
0: it follows me, but it does follow Kim Kroll. Uh, and I think that's it. Let's get out of here. Kim say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.